Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. I want to thank you for joining me today for the podcast. Um, today I'm going to do a very special podcast, it's a request, and I want to talk about some stuff, and this one's just not much information, just straight off the cuff, personal stuff. So, with that said, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself a cup, grab yourself some mead, Grab yourself some beer, grab yourself some cider, or just some coffee like I have. And join me this morning for Modern Heathen Man. So yesterday we celebrated uh, Maybon, which is the uh, winter findings. It was a nice cold night. It was really nice. So we had some time to reflect on what the year um, has done for us and what the year's meant for us and things of that nature. And in doing that, One of the things I reflect on is the times I was tested as a heathen. And I'm not necessarily talking about the times that I'm tested by people specifically where they're asking me questions or where um, I have to have knowledge of heathenry in order to get past that test. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, we have those in our lives, and, you know, every day it's like, oh, I'm a heathen, just remember that, just remember a heathen. Those things happen. The tests I like to reflect on are the tests that are given to me by the gods, by the ancestors, or even by the warriors that have gone on before us. Um, Those tests are the ones that make me the heathen that I am today. So, with that said... The topic of today's discussion is going to be the tests. And I think in order to truly talk about those tests, we have to go way back. Um, I go way back. I'm not talking history. I mean, way back in our own lives. And reflect upon what it was like when we first became heathens. That first step into heathenry. That first marker that says... This is the day I knew I was a heathen. This is the day I really started heathenry. And this is a day that I can look back on and say was my turning point. When I do that, I personally go back to um, a class I took where I was learning about a satru and a gentleman was teaching it from a local um place in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and, you know, he had a kindred, and he had some other stuff, and he was talking to us about it, um, and I was thinking, wow, this is a really cool religion, I really like this, it speaks to me, it says wonders to me, um, it was really foreign to me, though, at the time, in the sense that I had never heard of it or interacted with it in any way, shape, or form, so I was kind of looking at it with blinders on, not knowing what I was seeing. So I I left there, and I thought, this is really, really cool. This is really, really neat. And I began to study it a little bit. And as you all know, I always say this is a religion of learning, this is a religion of studying, this is a religion of reading and constantly learning something new. And that's true. You know, you can't learn everything 
all at once. And I didn't by any means. Um, I began studying it and I began looking into it and I began reading about it and I began really diving into the stories and the concepts and how it worked. Yet I remained in that Christian world of what I was. Okay. So we'll fast forward about four years. Um, my family moves to Utah. Um, I didn't really, I don't want to say I put it on the back burner because I didn't. I was still studying it and learning about it. Um, when I got to Utah, we looked for a pagan store there. And we found one, actually. We actually found, like, three, to be honest with you. Um, and one of them, specifically, the gentleman there was very heathen, very Asatru. So we'd go there quite a bit, and I'd ask questions, and... Yeah, he'd answer, and I read some books and things of that nature, and I learned a little bit more from him, and learned a bit more here, and learned a bit more there. Um, he ended up closing his doors because of where he was in Utah, and moving to someplace else that was farther for me to get to. So, um, with that said, by this time I had my bag of runes, I had a hammer I wore, I hadn't built an altar yet. And, oh, pardon me, pardon me, my runes were not part of my life yet. They weren't really the space they needed to be in, in my life. So, let's fast forward um, another three years. I moved to Florida. While in Florida... I really, I, I want to say while there, I really got in touch with the land, the tier, and started to understand the Inan Garden and the Uten Garden and how I'm affected by those things. I learned more about Frith and that type of stuff. And the ironic part of all that is that there was no one guiding me through that other than me and my learning. So, this is when I believe, and I'm going to say this for a fact, this is when I became heathen, when I was in Florida. So, with that all said, this is where I really began to delve into the path, really begin to understand what it was to be heathen. And this is where I begin to pick up on this modern heathen man. This is where everything begins to transform. So, <clears throat> I'm at this point, I decided I'm heathen. I'm doing the things I need to do. I begin building an altar. I learned what a bloat is. I learned how to sacrifice. The minute I did so, something happened to me. Something that happens to every heathen I've talked to 
and something happened that was unique. I began to be tested by the gods. And when I say a test, everybody has their own test, okay? Everybody has their own thing that goes on with them that the gods are testing them. You have dreams, you meditate, and within those things, you begin to be tested by the gods. You begin to see things that you haven't normally seen. You begin to you begin to get um, direction that you didn't normally get. And it's not like little stuff. It's big. It's powerful. It's, I want to say life-changing because I think the gods are trying to determine if you are I don't want to say it this way and sound weird. You know, it's almost like an interview. You write for them or they write for you. You know, and, and that's what's going on. It's not a small thing. It's a, it's a really big thing. Every heathen that I've spoken to has gone through it. Yet not many people talk about it. And the reason I think that we don't talk about this is it's a very personal, soul-fulfilling happening. It's something that goes on that reaffirms where you are. And this is what makes heathenry feel like home for a lot of us. Because it resounds with us. We understand that we go through that trial. We go through that testing. We go through that peace that we know that makes us heathen then. And we begin to understand a little bit more. Now... If you're one of those people that are really brand new and haven't gone through that yet, you won't understand it till it happens. However, if you are one of those people who have gone through it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I want to say visions and not say visions, but you know what I'm saying. Um, the dreams, the contact with the gods, the feeling of them being a side of you, being part of you, you being part of them. These are all the tests. And it's the only thing that no one warned me about when I began heathenry. And I think the reason we don't warn others about it is because it's so personal. Because it's such a unique experience that we're afraid that they will not believe us when we tell them it happened. Yet we all know that if we talk about it with our heathens, they'll tell us it happened to them. And we know exactly what they're talking about. Now these tests aren't like, you know, it's not like Job in the Bible where you're going to lose everything you own and get it back sevenfold. It's not like that. It is trials though. It is some things where, you know, you're I think they want to see what you're going to do. I think the gods are looking to see what you're going to do, who you're going to cling to when things get bad. Or th I don't want you to say things get bad, just things get different. They, they want to see where you go with this. And, you know, in my testing, it was pretty unique. I mean, I ended up going to the gods, sacrificing more going to them even more, um, talking with them, trying to meditate and find the answer to what was going on. And as I said, everyone goes through their own. Everyone has their own private 
trial, if you will, or testing that goes on, it's not, I don't want to say it's not unique to you because it is, it's very unique to you. But what it is, is everyone goes through it and everyone has that experience that begins to be, you know, that, that joins a Satru or becomes heathen and they all have to go through it and we all have to be part of it, whether we like it or not. So, um, and you may not have been tested. The gods may not have tested you. I may be totally wrong in the sense that everybody goes through it, but it seems as if everyone I've spoken to has gone through it or had a piece of it or had to deal with it or had to um, come out the other end of it better than they went in. It is a very unique experience and I'm lost for words here. And I apologize. I'm lost for words here. The reason I'm at a loss for words each and every time is because I can't really explain what it is. It's almost like Frith. How do you explain Frith really? Um, you really can't do that, but it's the same type of thing in the sense that it happens. You know, what happens, you know, it's there. You could feel it's there. You just can't tell somebody what it is. You know, and I mean, I've heard of people having trials with, with um, you know, money or trials with this, trials with that, and, and that's all well and good. However, um, for me personally, it wasn't like that. For me, it was dreams. It was contact with the gods. You know, I want to say I've gone to um, the realm of the gods multiple times, you know. And not just metaphorically. I mean, like, in my dreams, I've gone to Valhol. I, I've seen it. You know, I've seen Asgard many times. And when I say many times, it's in these trials, it's in these tribulations, it's in these testing that I've gone through to see what is my metal. Um, I'll give you, for instance, I'll give you one just so you understand, okay? So, I'm walking along this shoreline, and the shoreline is full of these big, like, volcanic pebbles. And I could hear the, the waves crashing, and I could see them. I could smell the ocean air. I see an old, like, um, grayish, blackish boat you know, overturned on the shores. Um, looks like an old Viking, small Viking boat, you know, um, with the oars laying aside of it. And as I'm walking along these, the shore, I meet Hemdall. And Hemdall does not look like, you know, the, the Marvel Hemdall. It's not like that. He's different. But I see him. He begins to tell me that he sees everywhere I've been. He sees everything I do. Um, and begins to, I don't want to say berate me, but complain about something specific I did at this one specific time. So this is one of the times, you know, I have to defend myself. I'm saying, well, you know, this is what happened and this is what happened. And, you know, he says, I know I saw all that, but did you see this? And did you see this? And in those things, I learned that specific one. 
I began to learn about frith and how what we do with one another affects how we deal with one another and the gods and the ancestors. And in doing this act, I pulled myself out of frith. And I don't want to say it's like a parent teaching you, but it almost is like a parent teaching you what you need to know to get on in life. This is more for heathenry and what I need to know to get on in heathenry and make it through heathenry and make heathenry part of my life. So um, what ended up having with that one is in the stream, you know, I, I began um, explaining myself and began to defend myself. And, you know, he sat me down and he's like, you know, no matter how much you defend yourself, whether or not it's wrong, was it's wrong. You know, whether in your mind you had a defense for doing the wrong thing, it was still the wrong thing because it created this or it created that. And he showed me these things and he almost showed me how the outcome would have been if I would have went the other way. You know what I mean? So it's not just a single thing. I mean, I've had dreams where I've been with the Norns. I've had dreams where I've seen the tree of life and I heard it you know, crackle and crumble and blow and the cosmic winds, things of that nature. These are dreams that I've had. And these are the tests that we go through in order to become heathen. Don't feel like you're alone when you're going through these tests. If you're new to heathenry and these things are happening to you, you don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to be... Um, feel different. I want to let you know that it happens to everybody I've talked to. Um, everyone I've spoken with has had this happen to them. In that sense, some of us never stop having it happen to us. I mean, some of us are continually tested and tried and continue to have the dreams and so on and so forth. If you feel like you need to, you can talk to other heathens about it. Um, I've always advocated having a mentor in the heathen world, someone you trust, someone you can really go to with questions that are meaningful. Now, they won't always give you all the good answers because, like I said before, you know, my path is for me, my answers are for me, your answers are for you, you know, their answers are for them, but I can help you along to find those answers. And in doing so, help you become a better heathen and you help me become a better heathen because we build frith with each other. So with that said, if you have a friend who's gotten you in the heathenry or you have that mentor in heathenry and you feel like this is happening to you, ask them. And I'll be honest with you, any good heathen will share that information with you because it's part of the transition from one to the other, you know, or, the transition from nothing to something else. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my tests. I enjoyed um, knowing that the gods are there. I mean, it just reaffirmed that, you know, my, my path is the right path for me. It reaffirmed for me what I was doing and how I was doing it and that I was doing it right. So I caught the gaze of them. Um, others may not like it. Others may find it very... Um, abrasive or scary or, you know, just misunderstood or 
but we need to help them through it. We need to help them understand this is just part of the process and that in that process, um, you'll become a better heathen for it. So, um, I know, I know for a fact that, you know, you newer people, the newer people that are in heathenry are going, wow, this is really strange and this is something that's not, but if you know somebody that's new in the heathenry, maybe tell them about it. Maybe, you know, talk to them about it. It's, it's nothing bad. It's definitely something good. Continue your learning process, continue to go. And if you have those dreams or have those tests, ask the gods why, sacrifice more, do more things to get closer to them because at that point they're trying to get closer to you. And that's how I looked at it. Like if they're testing me, they're close enough to me to test me, which means they want to get closer to me, but they want to make sure, I don't want to say I'm worthy, but that's what it is. They want to make sure I'm worthy of them doing that and taking their time to do this. So this is something that is definitely worthwhile for you to look into. Something definitely worthwhile for you to um, understand is those trials when you first become a heathen. They're real. They're, they're important. They're an important step in you making it to your next step in heathenry. So don't look at them as they're something really hard or something really bad or something like that. Each and every test I had, when I go back and I sit and I contemplate on it, and I'm going to add this to it. There's something you should do that I did not do. I did not write them down. I did not keep a journal of them. Um, if you wanted to, you could keep a journal of these tests that you're going through so that you can go back and look at them and learn from them and revisit them and try to figure out how they helped you and what they did to help you and keep that as your own personal thing. I didn't do that. I wish I would have, but let me tell you, it's worthwhile. I reflect on them a lot of times when things are going on and I'm like, oh, this is going on. Or I feel like I'm too busy to do a bonfire or feel like too much stuff is going on for me to do this holiday. And then I reflect on how important it is to do that. And, you know, one of the tests I went through and how those things worked out in the end. And I thought to myself, oh, well, see, this, this all happened to me here. And I remember it. So let's do this. Let's do a small bloat. You know, not let's not take up all the time that I wanted to, but still do what I'm supposed to do or still do what I should do. So with that said, I want to thank you for joining me on Modern Heathen Man. I hope we helped you through some of the stuff, um, become a new heathen. Um, again, you can email me. You can get on Facebook on Modern Heathen Man, the group, and ask questions if you like or things of that nature. But um, it's out there, and you need to know what it is. You need to understand it, <clears throat> and it is part of heathenry. So if you have any questions, go ahead and email um, or get on the Facebook on the group and ask the questions. You're more than welcome to join. You'll be approved. So... Go ahead and do that. I want to thank you for joining Modern Heathen Man. Pardon me. Modern Heathen Man. One of those mornings, you understand. And hail to you. Hail to the gods. 
hail to the ancestors and hail to the Einherjar. I want to hail all the warriors that are now and will be. Uh, I want to thank you all for sacrificing your time and yourself to protect us. I want to hail the gods today for a great winter findings, beautiful sunrise today, beautiful weather. And I want to hail the ancestors for all that they've done to put me where I am today. Without them, I wouldn't be here. So hail to the ancestors. And hail to you for wanting to be a better heathen. And I will talk to you later. Thank you.